So I mean, okay, so Rome, yeah, no, Rome fell. Well, I love talking about, I love talking about uh, history and whatnot, and like, you know, even in the fall of empires, you know, you got this history throughout, uh, throughout civilizations. You know, you got, you got a big military power, and they said, oh. Oh, big dick swinging. Don't come my way. I'm going to fuck you up, all right? Oh, you don't like what I'm doing? That's You're like a slave. Dice clay, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, man, you dice clay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You don't want to be a slave. Oh, uh, good. Uh, suck my dick. Uh, it's uh, the Roman Empire, baby. So I baby. got my tongue up this slave's asshole. And I say, what are you going to do? I need a little more grapes in my mouth, little bitch. Oh! oh. Um, uh, also, there's lead in the water. <laughs> Which yeah, they did on purpose. They did that on purpose. <laughs> it would have been a good idea. They used a different metal. Well... Here we are once again. The aqueducts. Yeah. Yeah, octo- they had lead in the water. They had a but slave society. They had a uh, a, a, a rich terms- society that didn't work, mm-hmm. right? They literally. They, they literally didn't work. They had a slave society. Uh, it wasn't racial. It was based on uh, people who were captured in the conflict of expansion mm-hmm. um, so they could enjoy their bread and circuses. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the craziest things that I ever learned in theater school was... They would, uh, you know, some of those coliseums, like we think of coliseums and uh, we think of just like gladiators fighting lions and fighting each other and shit like that and, and whatnot. Um, a lot of what they happened, they would fill stadiums. Uh, they had stadiums that would be um, giant. They would fill it with water and turn them into giant lakes and have... Uh, Ships, huge ships, reenact large naval fights, and it would all be slaves and prisoners that would just fight to the fucking death mm. for the ruling class, for the entertainment of the ruling class. And um, you know, talking about all this, this is you know, I'm learning about theater history right so we get a little bit of context about the society but anytime i raise my hand i was just like hey there's some kind of parallel so what's going on right now my professor would be like huh that's a conversation worth having and then we'd move on it's like motherfucker is it a conversation worth having or is it not like um is this not the time and place exactly like what do you what is this what is this education for if you don't if you believe i'm wrong shouldn't you explain to me like why you think I'm wrong, or, or just like, like let's talk about it, or like yeah. maybe you think I you maybe you know I'm right, and you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Maybe is that is that too political? Does that threaten your power? You know, as someone who is, uh, you know, when you're in academia, you're a professor, you're a gatekeeper mm-hmm. of history and information. You know, you are the uh, I'm the I'm I have four degrees. You know, yeah. I'm the I know what's best in my you know whatever. I think that a professor should should. Uh... I don't know, like, maybe, like, what do you think about having a... I mean, I think education's important, but, you know, all institutions that get too big or they get too vertical, 
uh, have their own problems with like they insulate their own power, you know, and they do anything they can to 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 uh, hold on to their you know place in society. You know, Epicurean or Epicurus? Uh, I think. Well, explain Epicurus. I think that it's it's him who thought. I mean, maybe maybe I'm thinking of somebody else, but um, there's like this. It might even be like the you know the book Leviathan. Uh huh. I, 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 I don't know, but there there's some philosopher or whatever who who tried to who he talked about you know what he thinks a good system would be, uh-huh. and he thinks that there should be like a working class of people, and there should be a class of people that. Uh, Leviathan. I, I don't think that's it. It's it's a book written. Um, I think it has something to do with teaching somebody how to be, you know, a ruler or something. Uh huh. But um, there's this one guy who 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 he thought that you know we should have some kind of class of people that you know you're, you're taken as a kid uh-huh. that ha- that shows potential in this class and you are raised separate from like the rest of the class in a way to where you are not bound by the like the same like power struggles as other people so that you can be a ruler without or or you can, not, maybe not a ruler but you can be a person who you know like a politician or something that you know or or some like like a like for, the reason I bring this up is maybe we should have professors teaching people uh-huh. that they're not bound by you know like any any type of cancel cancellation or something or, or whatever where you know they can say you, they can talk about stuff like they like can what teach, i don't like you know like how you're just saying in this class you know I, I think that a professor should be able to say say things or or, mm-hmm. or or have these discussions where you know maybe uh other people are going to be like you shouldn't have been talking about that but i don't think i don't think they want to have these conversations you know okay i yeah. think they benefit enough from the from what's going on that they don't want to have the conversation i think well okay let's just use you I know don't think my epicure, you know you, you let me let me use this you know this example from my theater history class and this thing specifically like maybe it's a little too scary to draw parallels here because then that would indict you, you know, as someone who's at a top of a structure, like you would then become complicit in some of these things. You know, we're talking about theater history. We're talking about the Romans, and uh, the Romans were uh, a big part of theater history. You want to talk about pop, right? Pop yeah. art, things that are like pretty surface level. Like we want to talk about like the Roman comedies. It's just like vapid, pretty empty. It's like mistaken identity kind of shit, or Very- like. Like, uh, like, uh, oh, two twins, two twins showed up in a town and they're both hot. One of them falls in love with one girl. One of them falls in love with another girl. And, uh, it's, uh, they, they're, they're running around chasing each other and it's mistaken identity. It's fun. Ha 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 jokes. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, everybody gets married. Everybody okay. gets married. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. I mean, but that's, and that's like a historical part of comedy is that yeah. everyone gets married it's at happy, the end, yeah. right? It's a it's happy ending. Happy. And it's very, well, who is this for? You know, let's talk about the society that this is created under. Or like, like it sounds like it's for people that that don't want to. They don't want to see anything sad. They're not entertained by right. by tragedy. Or um, you know, and there are tragedies too in Romans and the Greek yeah. society. But let's go back even farther in history with the Greeks, right? So the Greeks, when they invented theater, when they did theater, um, for big audiences, right? It was the first time. Uh, in history that it, it had happened. It, theater it, theater went from ritual and worship. They came out of ritual. It came out of worshiping the gods. Mm. It was uh, 
um, it sounds like a mantra. The players, the players were, you know, the the worshiper. It was a uh, uh, um, Dionysians. They worshipped the god Dionysius, who was the god of wine and uh, music, I think. And uh, one day, one of the players, one of the one of the uh, orators, uh, stepped out of the line. He stepped out of the chorus, and he began to play Dionysius. And he began to act as him and, like, be that person, right? Hmm. And so we go from there into the Greeks. We have the tragedies. We have the comedies. Wow, cool. Greek, you know, theater history. But the thing that really hit me again was just like, oh, um, theater really only happened two weeks out of the year. And it was a great festival called the Comus. Comus meaning it was the spring festival. Comus is... uh, Sex, it's reproduction, it's a spring festival, mm. it's life, it's rebirth. Um, so it would be the two Constantly. weeks, it would be the two weeks out of the year that the slave society didn't work. It was the only two weeks off they had. And they all came to the Colosseum, or they all came to the, uh, the, the great uh, um, festival, the, the Palladium, the festival, right? It was a two week festival. Um, but, and that's all they got. But and it's shows. like, oh man, I would love to talk more about like, okay, this art comes from this, you know, and a lot of the education is just about style and it's just about um, analysis of the text itself. But if we don't understand like the history around it, like what the hell is the point? Mm-hmm. If we don't want to talk about the parallels to what's going on today, what's the point? You know, we can expose larger truths and uh, more um, universal truths about the human condition if we make the parallels, you know? Oh, humans were dealing with that shit back then? We're dealing with it now. Rome, the empire, it's expanding. They got too big. Uh, They, you know, the people at the top were getting worse. They were becoming more cruel. There was lead in the water. They had let their infrastructure go to Mm. shit. They had a slave society. They were an expansive military uh, uh, situation. And then it collapsed. And if we're not teaching that stuff, what is the point? You know? Mm. Um, Yeah, I mean, especially since, like, you know, I think a lot of these art programs, you know, it's important to be like, oh, we're trying to turn you into a working professional. And that is amazing. In the art program? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of these college programs, like, there's like, you, you're going to come out of this and you're going to be a working professional. It's like, cool. Um, that's good, you know. But at the same time, you have to understand as a faculty or as uh, uh, even a board at a school or whatever that, like, not everybody is going to graduate out of a theater school and go to Broadway or be, you know, in the next Marvel movie. Not everybody's going to graduate from a college and go into the career that they... Yeah. Even or, even if you're Even that STEM, career. Even, even that same, same career, yeah. You know, like, there's so many... But I don't want to derail what you're saying. No, well, you're but, right. Because, like, uh, I think it's like... I mean, this is a statistic from years ago, but 80% of people uh, that... 80% of people don't end up going into the... Uh, field. Uh, car- the field that they studied, right. you know? Um but my point is that, like, if you know most of your students are not going to go to Broadway or not going to uh, uh, open an art gallery um, mm-hmm. in in New York, you know, mm-hmm. uh, on their, you know, like, you know, that's not going to happen. So, what are the other things that you are setting people up for? 
and you know the soft skills are important mm-hmm. but they're all about within the professional work they're all about having these theater skills that transition into professional workplaces yeah, i mean i think that uh, theater skills could transition into a lot of different because I, yeah because i feel like at some point it's kind of showing you how to be you know maybe more extroverted maybe more outgoing or or like I mean, even if it's not teaching these skills yeah. to to do those things is, yeah. is like an exposure therapy and things mm-hmm. that a lot of people are uncomfortable doing, like public speaking. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's I feel like there's so many ways that that even if you know you're not you don't become an actor or something. There's there's a lot of things that you can learn from yeah. theater, which I don't know specifically because I've never done any type of theater class yeah. or anything. I mean, it's it's endless. You know, it's like, about yeah. like. It's the you know it's the art. It's but the, I feel like that's yeah. that's something with a lot of different things. Like there's a lot of different things that you learn, and, you know that yeah. you know like even uh, just you know not even through school. Like I, yeah. I I was a line cook for a year or so at a restaurant at one uh-huh. point, and I feel like you know yeah I might not I might not do another job that I requires me to cook fries or fucking you know saute a pasta or something. But yeah. but you know the skills that you learn uh, in under. A, a rush like a dinner rush where just being able to get to a point to where you're overwhelmed but you the more you get overwhelmed you're like oh uh okay i'm overwhelmed uh just focus on focus on like just start prioritizing things yeah and and go step to step and uh-huh. like like you know being able to work while you're overwhelmed and, uh-huh. and get into a flow state or something yeah, yeah. like that is super valuable i think yeah and, and i think that that translates like anytime i'm overwhelmed for something that has nothing to do with cooking or something you know i know that like you know okay i'm not gonna dwell on the fact that i'm i have uh, there's so many things that i need to do right now i'm just gonna start doing something right and yeah, then yeah, yeah, and yeah. then i'm gonna start doing something else and, and then, then yeah, something yeah. else and, yeah. and and even if i'm got 30 percent of the shit done that mm-hmm. i needed to do it's better than nothing right you know like and that's something that you know for me it was hard to learn like i had to literally be confronted with a dinner rush to teach me that it's better to fucking do something you know, yeah than nothing yeah you know and, yeah i mean maybe other people get that quicker but no, I mean but that's different. Not everybody does cooking, but but anything you do, you, if you're a caddy, uh-huh. you know, at a fucking golf resort or something, I'm sure you're gonna pick something up there that's gonna help you for the rest of your life. For anything else, have yeah. you seen Billions, the show? Yeah, well, well, I want to say like, oh, okay, yeah, so like theater, you know, like the theater uh, skill set, mm-hmm. you know, you got the public speaking, you got the communication, yeah. and then you, you know, okay, well, beyond that, you know, the process, it's mm-hmm. the the rehearsal room. You learn how to work with other people. Mm-hmm. You work with different departments on an intimate thing, on a shared vision. Mm-hmm. You have to collaborate on it. Um, you have to learn to uh, uh, analyze a script and like figure out the symbols, which is which is a lot harder than you, like people realize that you know you know mem- memorizing lines that sounds hard and you know that that's hard but it, and that's you, actually if you actually try to do that it's really that's hard. one of the easier things yeah. out of all of it though which you know? because thing it's I just say. it's you know it's repetition. Is like if you're in theater and you're playing a bunch of different characters, uh-huh. maybe, maybe it's, it shows you, you know, different personality types that you encounter throughout your life, and you're like, oh, I know that, yeah. I know that kind of person. And well, and, the work, you know, like, yeah, the work is like sitting down and be like, okay, so you have to play three different characters mm-hmm. in this show. It's probably a comedy, right? That's, mm-hmm. That happens. Um, you know, now the work is just like, oh, I have to make these three people different. And then you go deeper. Okay, how do I make these people different? Okay, now why are they different? Okay, how are they, 
unique in their own way. Mm -hmm. And then you dig, you dig, you dig, and now you've created three different people. So like all of these skills are good and, you know, it's important to have. And I'm really good at what I do in a couple different fields and I feel pretty good about that. However, a lot of people are missing um, an, uh, an analysis that could be really useful right now. And I think it's something that's maybe a little uh, a little more radical than what the college professors are going to teach, you know. Um, because if we were able to draw the parallels from history and and whatnot, um, mm. then our work would get better. But instead, there's just like this focus on the surface level, on the aesthetic, on just like style, and just like here's how you do this theater instead of understanding where society was and mm. and less in getting in the mindset of um you got to introduce into the process the mindset not only of the character but of the playwright of the time and where society was at at the time and um that's something that I'm that I really uh that I really feel like is missing and just like the institutions um but all of that is to say what's up everybody (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking independence days (laughs) it is um uh sunday september 6th we're here with brendan we're at the second studio and it's john um and Brendan is hungover today. Ooh. Hair of the dog, bro. But look at listen to him fucking you couldn't even tell. You know, I'm like, t- I'm hungover as champ over you're batting a thousand. I'm hungover as tits right now. Yeah. And there's so many things that I have forgotten that I probably would wanna get to, but uh crack open a cold one with us if mm. you'd like. You know, this can be Crack a, up in a little something something, you know? But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh we're now sponsored by uh Lagunitas. Um I like to say Lafganitas just to be fun. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. It's but. fun. No, it's fun. Uh, but here we are. Because it's like laugh. Like, yeah. I like to laugh. Yeah. I do like to laugh. I like to laugh a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's delicious. Yummy. Mm. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, no. Again. We're out here. Again. Shit's going down. Yeah. Um, you know, the pro- I just... I, we're getting into a thing. Day 100 of protests. Mm-hmm. Uh, nationally in the country, um, seeing you know seeing shit fucking continuously go down, mm-hmm. bro, and um, the elections heating up. Yeah, it's coming up too, which is like it, it doesn't feel like the elections are coming up because normally there's every every t- you go to McDonald's yeah. or something. You see both the people running for president, or whatever. like there's it's so such a big thing, but because of COVID and these and these uh, protests, like and I'm not 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 to say that you know these protests are are something bad or are taking away from something important because I think that they're probably more important, honestly. Yeah. But the you know it's 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 weird to not to to not see as much like it's it's kind of just on the back burner. Yeah, in, in, which is an insane thing to think that the presidency is on the back burner. It's coming up September right well, now. Well, it's so we just got, like we got like two months. Yeah, yeah, or less. I mean, that's one of those things that's like it's on the back burner, but it's also 
like that back burner is on like six. Like the gas is going. A little more than two you know, it, you know, it's there in the background, but it's mm. still fucking loud, and it's just like ever, pre- it's ever you know present. I but, feel like, yeah. Um, I mean, there's it's definitely loud because there's a bunch of stuff uh, so, know, surrounding it. Like I've been, I've been keeping an eye on the state and national polls of Trump versus mm-hmm. Biden. And um, it's it's too close for comfort, my man. Oh, really? It's too close for comfort because um, and it's uh, Joe Biden is doing worse than Hillary Clinton did in a lot of mm. these polls at mm. this point in yeah. time. And you know, even though she had was beating him on the polls for right up there to the end, it, you know, it just it was still close. Yeah. It was still close. It was still too close for comfort, but it's even closer than it was four years ago. And. Um, you know, some states are in. You know, I was just saw a poll out of Texas where like Joe Biden is up by like two points. What? And me, I'm just very intrigued by it. And a lot of these polls are coming from different like universities and polling centers and stuff like that. And um, you know, they're just you got to look at them as snapshots of where we're at. So, where the people that are least responding to them. Sure, and well, that's you know, some polls are better than others. Some biggest thing. Some polls have large sample sizes, and some polls, you know, you're able to look retroactively and be like, oh, they're pretty on. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, Emerson is a polling joint. I think that the... that is like really accurate. Um, just in their method methodology, you know, they're just calling mm-hmm. people right. But uh, you know that you have a good sample size and whatnot, then you can you can. You know, you, they can be good snapshots. But anyway, my point is that, like, this shit is fluid, you know. It's anyone's game. Yeah. I mean, the president just uh, I think went to a Vietnam memorial and called uh, <laughs> fucking which, d- dead soldiers losers for fighting in a failed war. Any, oh, my God. Yeah. There's so much to unpack yeah. there, man. I feel like part of, you know, it, it, that doesn't come down to the sol- any fault of the soldiers because of they're following not. orders of, yeah, sure, of, you know... You know that that comes down to the government in place that made those decisions to go there, that made the decisions to, you know, not use like the the tools or or you know the force that they would have needed to actually. And I'm not saying that they should have done that, like, like a I, nuclear weapon. You know, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know. maybe I mean, they could have. I mean, technically, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that they could have done. Uh, sure, but that wouldn't have looked good. You know, that uh-huh. to to win that. Sure. Or, or you know, I say win just no, as in like yeah, yeah, to accomplish sure. their goal, right? Right. Know? I right. don't know what winning would be. Well, in it that looks, situation, Maybe. So I, I just finished watching Watchmen on mm. HBO, and uh, it's 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 pretty uh, it's pretty good to the to the source material as far as like it's in the same universe. Mm. In that universe, there's a character, Doctor Manhattan, mm. who's an atomic researcher who just like is a victim of a accident mm. and turns into like a radio or not a radioactive, but like a superhuman God like mm. figure. And he can just like bend matter. He experiences all time all at once. And, um, he can just like blow shit up with his mind. So he feels like the society, he wanted to be a good guy. And he's like, Oh, I think society needs a God or something to look Mm. up to right now. Oh, the people want me to go to Vietnam and fight this war. If that's what they need, I'm going to try to do that. Mm. And, um, the U S sends the superhuman over to Vietnam and they win the war by Mm. just exploding populations like that, Mm. you know? And it's kind of a metaphor of the, of, for, 
uh, the nuclear bomb. You know, it's just like, what would have happened if we just decided to use a nuclear weapon anytime we wanted to get Mm -hmm. our way? And in that universe, Vietnam is the 51st state (laughs) in the United States. That's funny. Uh, What is also interesting in that is that, you know, Dr. Manhattan is such an interesting character because he literally is a god. As far as the universe goes, he... Um, has the he has the ability to bend the universe to his will, right? And but he's also a human. I mean, even though he's he's very indifferent to humans uh-huh. and stuff. I mean, I think that comes with with you know the ability to experience all time, being omnipresent and being omnipotent and all that stuff. It I think it's it, it's going to make you feel like you know more of like humanity is your dog. Well, just look at the it's fucking pet. look at the billionaires of this time. You yeah. know, you, you see it in real time. Just how the, how that power really does separate you from the rest of. But you still suffer from the same humanity, the same emotions and everything. It's humanity to where you know, like the you know what, like you said with how the way you said how he he feels humanity needs a god and right and that's uh, every cult leader. You know, like that's where they probably start from. You know, uh-huh. like they're like. You know, I it's it's a it's the pride. You know? I'm channeling. I'm I happen to be I'm channeled this. Who, I happen to yeah. be channeled this message. Yeah. And you I'm know. the one who you know humanity needs to be shaped. And I'm the my idea of the uh-huh. way it needs to be shaped is the right one. Yeah, and, and I can do it. And and that's that God complex. So, and then, yeah, like so he like he is the he's basically. He's very, you know, it's very similar. His, his, he's, he's basically the personified person of humanity. You know, like humanity feels like they are, like we feel like we are special. We're different from every other animal on the planet. We, we're the ones that have, like, have the right to be like, we need to save the species, or you know, like we, you know, like we, kind of hold and and we hold our, we hold human life above everything. You know? Yeah. Like, but I, well, I want to say because it's not. I don't think that's inherent in humanity because I think we are of we are of the earth and we grew up in the rhythms uh, of nature. We're just we're just fancy apes out mm-hmm. here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we don't see and, ourselves but, as nature. Anymore. No, like, we see of course not. As... But like, uh, I mean, in the Bible. this is this is artificial. Mm-hmm. You know, this like feeling that we're above everything. Mm-hmm. You know, feeling that we're above everything—that's artificial. It's relatively new, and it comes about. No, no, it comes from the Bible, dude. When in the in the creation story, Adam and Eve were created to be the domain, like, or they have dominion over all the all the plants and animals. Like, that's our oldest story. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, uh, like I'm playing with fire. Our, over our here. oldest story. Tells us that we. Well, that's not our oldest story. That's a two thousand year old story. It's two thousand year old story. But the story of creation could have come from an older civilization that they've like re re kind of. But 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 when they redid it, you know, it is an old story. Putting it's uh, older than the Bible. Yeah, but putting the sin of man on uh, one person, a woman. Oh is, no, 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 no. Is, that's where I was going. No, with that, no, 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 yeah. no, no. And I'm saying my, my okay, point is ahead. that like that is a step beyond, say, indigenous cultures that live with the spirit and with the rhythm of the earth and the animals and nature, right? Um, it's all about respect. It's give and take. Not right? necessarily. 
I mean, that's that's the that's the history. That, but that's where we all come from, man. That's that's the his, That's our natural state. But, you know I what mean, I'm saying? There's plenty of examples of like, uh, you know, those Northern American Native tribes that, you know, they were the ones that were running the buffalo off of a cliff. You know, like ho- uh, herds of buffalo off a cliff. They, you know, they'd take what they needed for their tribe. But a lot of there's a good portion of the buffaloes that would just go to what we would consider waste. But they just I don't know about they. I don't know how but, popular this is in all their uh, ideologies. But well, there, well, there's an understanding well, of, of that, you know, things don't necessarily go to waste. Things that yeah. you see as rotting away or something, like, become fertilized. Even if it's... Stuck, well, there's, there's other ways that they... But go ahead. Well, there's... This is, this is important, too, because, you know, we need to be able to... When we talk about this, we need to be able to talk about, like, who and when this happened, you right. know? Because, yeah. like... After European settlers came, like mm-hmm. then the the game the rules of the game right. changed. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now we're talking about now we're talking. You know, the idea of uh, uh, territory mm-hmm. and the idea like every all of that shit really sharpens when you have uh, you know the people coming in and planting flags and shit mm-hmm. like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even the settlers like okay. Sure. Let's say like, for let's say for example, some you know, like some some nation, some First Nations at some point had to you know, or did you know, run some animals off a cliff, right? Mm. But there were points after settlers had arrived where they were the reason that you know the buffalo population is so decimated in this country is not because of uh, First Nations doing it; it's because there was a systematic uh, program to use guns to murder as many buffalo as possible mm-hmm. to try to starve out indigenous populations to make room for expansion. Um, mm. and That's um, interesting because... And so, like you know, it's a product of the time, but again, all of that is relatively new. From know? what I had heard, which... And, and I'm not saying that this is right and what you're saying is wrong. I'm just saying that there's these two narratives as far as that goes, where mm-hmm. what you just said and where, you know... Uh, which which also falls in line with something else you said, which was, uh, you know, when Eastern Europeans came over, the game did change. Or, yeah, there were, like, yeah, there yeah, were yeah. guns being traded exactly. around. But not even we that. We had biological we, warfare. We, we reintroduced... Uh, not we, but... We reintroduced horses to America. Right. Where, where, and then the Native Americans were really fucking good at riding horses uh-huh. and, and shooting arrows. We're like, at the time where... You know, Eastern Europeans, they'd get off their horse to shoot their gun or whatever. You know, like, they had to be stable and everything. Yeah. But, you know, and the Comanches are really known for, uh-huh. uh, you know, riding on horseback and, and shooting. And also, not even just Native Americans, but, you know, the Mongolians and, you know, yeah. uh, the what's that guy's name? The most famous Mongolian. Genghis Khan. Yeah. He, it, Who, like, his are great, yeah. he's our great, 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 yeah, He's great, like great 10% grandpa. of the world's... <laughs> fucking great grandpa and you know what he he didn't he was you know he might not have been been able to speak a word of the language to any of uh uh, your our grandmothers or anything and yeah you know you know genghis khan you know genghis khan never has a coco situation where nobody remembers him mm -hmm. he always has somebody you know lighting a candle for him you know he's always got somebody to visit he's an interesting guy i mean if anybody's ever won at being a human being and i say when again for I mean, it's subjective. I'm, I'm, uh, sure, how you want to sure, sure. But well, that's a very competitive, he's, he's like not, certain way of thinking of things. You know? Think about a guy who couldn't 
communicate verbally uh-huh. to most of the people he interacts with. Sure. But just the way that he, like the military genius of the guy, the ability to to, to conquer a, a, like a, a, an army and take people from that army that he recognized uh-huh. as being good at what they did yeah. and, and getting getting them to work for him in a way where like, you know, a, a bad guy can make you fear him and make you want to work for him, but the it takes a specific type of person who will make you fight and give your life for him. Yeah. You know, in the way that, because um, apparently. I, yeah, I don't know anything about Genghis Khan. He's an Khan. interesting guy. I like, don't know anything he, about. He's very Did he have like a ideological. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, he, he, you know the word decimation? Uh-huh. You know what that means? <laughs> Just to, like utterly destroy. He invented that. No, uh huh. The decimation is it's, it's like you know similar to the word decimal. You know. Okay. So it's like has something to do with by tens or so. So like for his armies. Oh. Yeah. So for his armies or anybody like he wanted to punish. Uh huh. He kind of created this system where you know like if if you have like he'd he'd have his group like groups of tens in his army and then. And then groups of tens to make a group of a hundred or so, uh-huh. or, and stuff like that, or or whatever. And he like if one desert one person deserted a battle, then uh-huh. his whole squad of ten would be killed, or something, or like wow, where yeah, so everybody was every, like everybody became kind of you know uh, like they're responsible for the people around them, and uh-huh. so and so like decimation is like you know killing off a tenth of of the whole fucking people or something or whatever. I don't know. Like it's, wow. it has something to do with that. But, um, so he would do stuff like that, but he would also be like, he had no, he had no, he wasn't a typical emperor type who like wanted to hoard the wealth or anything. Uh-huh. There, there are people, did you watch game of Thrones? Yeah. You know, the Dothraki. Yeah. That, that's kind of, that's very similar to, uh, okay. Th- they were, you know, like they were uh, a conquering, like Spartans or something. They would conquer okay. and yeah. they fought and shit. Uh-huh. And they were nomadic. They'd move around a lot and everything. So they weren't about, like, establishing wealth in, in a kingdom or something. They were about, like, what you could carry on your back. And you lived on the steppe. They call it the steppe. It's like this mountainous terrain and everything. They're so hardcore that, you know, like, if they didn't have food, if, if they, like, were, if it was a thin season, they, they didn't have any villages to conquer and steal food from or something. Uh-huh. Or, or just, you know, whenever they were hungry and didn't have the food or something, they would just bleed their horse and mix it with the horse's milk or something and drink what? that. They're hardcore. Holy shit. They'd bleed the horse. They wouldn't kill the horse. Like That's a nasty-ass milkshake, bro. Oh, yeah. But they're a hard people. And there's, Lord, there's stories, eh? there's stories about, like... I'm just imagining, I'm just imagining them just, like, passing around mm. a fucking, like, frosty glass mm. of just, like, horse milk, horse blood, yeah. they're passing around, everybody's just spitting in it, mm. just hawking loogies yeah. into it, just get passing it in there. around. Give me some- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me get them calories up, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Ooh, uh. Right. But uh, there's stories about, you know, uh, like groups or armies or whatever of, uh-huh. of like the, there's the Huns. Right. That, or there's the, the Huts or whatever the fuck yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's the Khans or, uh-huh, or whatever. Uh-huh. But like there's stories of uh, groups of them that will conquer like cities and kingdoms in China or something. Yeah. And, and they'll decide to stay or whatever. And yeah. that that's like a, you're, you're considered like a, a deserter or something. But even or, this is all still, you know, we're not talking about human nature at this point because that's humans. We're hu- mm-hmm. humans yeah. at that point. You know, human, you know, evolution is not, evolu- you know, it's pretty much... 
uh, we're in the same blink of evolution now than we were back then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So even that is relatively new compared to like what we evolved, you know, to to be. You know, communal, living with the earth, right. feeling the rhythms of everything. You know, being truly open to it, mm-hmm. and all the earliest spiritualities also, are all about this you know feeling that you know the people around us are people we can trust like yeah you know uh, if you see another human you recognize that person's on my team right just because we're both humans exactly and we're just yeah. like we're here to we're here to fucking yeah. just like live i yeah. mean it's just like we're truly just yeah. meant to just even like, if you're not part of my group right you know maybe we can trade or something you know like there's right we could trade information we could trade resources trade. yeah you exactly know, like, just like yeah yeah it's not like we're I mean that's that's something that makes us special, or for sure. You know. And when I think the population may have uh, exploded beyond our ability, our own mind's mm-hmm. ability to process yeah. that, and so I think you know it's really hard. You know, there's a global community, but mm-hmm. it's really hard to like really build a global community. Yeah. You know I mean, if you have a tribe of a thousand people, or yeah, so, that you know, that it's not. It, it might be hard, but uh-huh. you could be the best at the person yeah. who makes rope or something like you yeah. could in that group of a thousand people or so mm-hmm. there's something that you can do better than everybody else maybe or so but yeah when you're in new york a place with like nine million people or so mm-hmm. that's why they say if you can make it in new york you can make it anywhere or yeah because if you can go to new york uh-huh. and and if you can succeed that's out, hard, of, out of millions of other people you gotta hustle out there. yeah you gotta hustle that's yeah. why that's yeah. why and nobody has time for nothing out there exactly yeah. and which is like new york isn't even that big of a city uh in the in in the u.s it's obviously as far biggest. as like uh jo- like uh just space? population like just population oh, population i mean yeah in the u.s yeah, yeah but globally I mean, mexico city oh yeah in, in mexico which is just south of us and it's it's considered or less you know, uh, like it's not, it's considered to have a smaller economy. And you, like they have a, a city with like 19 million people. Yeah, Mexico I mean, it's city is yeah, huge. still a huge like it's, it's, a, huge. it's a cosmopolitan. Oh, city. I don't, I don't, I don't. I actually no, no, considered but, how many, how how big, like like square miles. Yeah, yeah, it is. But um, but you know, this is like uh, this is interesting because it's becoming. Um, hmm. I actually never considered the square miles, which is ridiculous. Well, I mean, just well, but, Houston, Houston's number yeah. four population, but mm-hmm. as far as space goes, mm-hmm. you know, it's Texas. Everything's yeah. very wide. You How know about LA? Um, miles, you know? LA's expansive too. It's mm-hmm. you know they're driving cities. They're expansive. Right. They got freeways. Chicago the, the, is, is how how, how does it compare? Chicago's also really big. I think it's not as sprawling because we have the. I feel like the suburbs are pretty immediate, but Houston's sprawling as as fuck. You know, it goes way out there. It how does way, Chicago compare to New York? Uh, population wise, size wise, square mile. I don't really know. Um, I think the largest uh, physically, uh, the largest physical city in the country is Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, square mile wise. Yeah. Did the Jacksonville Jaguars win the Super Bowl last year? <laughs> oh, you're serious? Uh, no. Will they ever win the Super Bowl? Jason, I can't predict the future, but no, <laughs> they won't. No. Good for them. Um, yeah, good for them, I guess. What did they it's, do? They're like, okay, let's sucks. build City Hall right here. Yeah. And then... The Jaguars? Way the fuck over there. Yeah. Let's make the post office. Well, then... But, okay, well, you know, talking like it's hard to process... You know, 
it's hard to process that as as its own community. So like you know my perspective being in Houston, if you're in the loop, right? It's mm-hmm. probably uh, like a thirty mile radius. That's like oh, that's more of like oh I'm that's the city. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's technically Houston, and if you drive, you know, an hour to the west, you're still technically okay. in Houston, but it's a you know it's a completely right, different right. thing. So you know compared, what I'm saying? Compared so to Chicago, like, so compared to Chicago, if you're on the north side, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're right. like that's like a different city than yeah. if you're on the south side. If you're on the west side, and then you, oh, you know you go beyond that, you know you could probably do you could probably group, for example. Lakeview and Lincoln Park and like all of these. Well, it's it's easy to do in Chicago because it's very segregated. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very. You can you straight know. up walk under a bridge, uh huh, and be in, you know, like Afghanistan. Or well, like, I mean, I like just just how you know, like I mean, you there. Well, just be like it's just, you know, there's some parts of this country that are like third world countries, yeah. you know, and the disparities are so crazy. Yeah, I mean, like you know, Lakeview or or a lot of the a lot of the areas here, you know, in Lakeview or whatever Northside, whatever you, Riverside, like the parks around here are very taken care of. Uh-huh. Hoed, you know, yeah. there's no trash. Mm-hmm. But like, if you if you go into some of these other parks, there's just trash everywhere. There's crap grass, like it's ungrow, like it's it's unmowed. It's just like there's cracks in the cement, like it's just not taken care of. Yeah, by the city or like nobody, yeah. like they're just sure. not putting money into it and everything and like it's just kind of you know like falling apart well and, like until it yeah. gets gentrified and bought up or right. I mean, which is probably what they're waiting on like they're exactly. just they're just like dropping that property value to the point to where people can come in buy it and well all yeah and all the slum lords are holding on to it and they're mm-hmm. letting uh these like well okay sorry you know i'm from houston like what was happening is all these slum lords would hold on to these plots of land that were just like completely dilapidated and shitty and mm-hmm. um instead of like you know building affordable housing mm-hmm. or a library or a clinic yeah. you know they're holding on to it so everything around the plot of land gets gentrified and then bam oh right. now i'm sitting on a gold mine right. i can sell it to a fucking yeah. investment firm for buku bucks and that's it you know um and like you know we have you know to to bring this back to like today to bring this back to today like you know it's hard to build an international community or find um ways to connect across these huge uh expanses of space but that's why i think it's important to have like a class analysis and a class awareness and like, because I think we could, I feel like we could get back to our natural spaces and our natural roots. You know, there were cities in the Americas before the Europeans arrived, large cities, mm. and some of them were empires. And, you know, like that has its own problems. But like uh, ancient, ancient civilizations in uh, South America in you know, the Aztec, they had plumbing. They had roads, mm-hmm. they traded, they had sports, they had religion. Some had surgery. They had surgery, they could tell the weather, you know, they, like... Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, uh Samoans, was it the Samoans, or the Polynesians? Uh-huh. The Polynesians had such an advanced, uh, navigation system that they're one of the, they're the oldest civilization that we know of, that uh-huh. were able to, like, the islands of Polynesia uh-huh. are very, are so far away from any mainland that... Uh-huh. 
no, like we couldn't get to them yeah. for the longest time, but they were able to because you know when you're out in the ocean, it's very hard to like determine like your you know what like north, south, and west and every like the, to navigate in the ocean is very hard, and so like you know you, you can try to do it by stars and everything, but yeah, even that like I don't know like you have to have like a compass and a clock. Like you have to be able to keep track of time or something sure, to be sure. able to tell your your longitude and latitude yeah. in, in the open ocean. But this this uh, like these Polynesians on these little boats uh-huh. were able to make their way all the way to the islands of Polynesia, and apparently they had some kind of like three D stick maps or something that they wow. use with the star. I don't even uh-huh. know. I don't like. Yeah, I I've heard heard somebody talk like uh some that dude that I, I, sh- I sent you the TED talk about um him like, about trespassing. Yeah. He he was talking about how uh, <clears throat> it's a good time. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Trespassing is fun. Yeah. This is a pro trespassing. Yeah. Allegedly, I may have trespassed. This Allegedly, time. I have so may have, I may have we, trespassed uh, once or twice. Me in my and time. me and a buddy of mine, like we were at this, we were at this uh, uh train station, and uh-huh. um, we had paid. We had gotten up and paid, and I found out I was like, "Fuck, we're on the wrong side. We're on the wrong side of the tracks." And so here. We were, yeah, uh-huh. and so we would have had to go down the stairs and then back up on the other side and repay, uh-huh. but oh. but there was a bridge to go to the other side, but it was closed off, and it was like employees only, and I was like looking around, and I was like, let's just fucking jump this thing and go Hell across yeah. here, and my buddy is like, he's like, no, no, but he's not from the city, uh-huh. so he's not from this city, so he's like, no, he's like, yeah. no, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, We'll be fine. We'll be fine. If anything, if anybody even sees us, we'll just be like, what? And just keep walking at... What, what, they, what, <laughs> what are they, they going to do? do? <laughs> really, what can I they do? I dare you. Yeah. Also, CTA employees don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, I mean, God bless them. I hope yeah. they have... I hope, you know... And also, they don't get paid enough to give a fuck. No way. So they shouldn't give of course like, not. that much of a fuck. Like, what? Are you going to late... You're going to go, like, confront somebody? Yeah. About to, like... Yeah. Especially the, the people that ride the train... Uh-huh. There's plenty of awesome people that ride the train. Sure, no but you have no idea. It's unpredictable. You have no idea who, you know, who I, you're talking to. I was a. Uh, I was. Uh, okay, one last thing. I'll go back to. I had another point, uh, but I was on. Uh, I was waiting for my train. Right, I was mm-hmm. headed to work, and there was um, a man and a woman, and I don't know if they were related or together. I don't know, but they were yelling at each other and then they started fighting each other on the fucking platform physically Mm -hmm. fists wrestling grabbing each other and uh i'm like i am not gonna see two people fight and fucking fall onto the third rail of a goddamn train track today I'm just. I go over there. I'm like, hey, 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 whoa, 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 hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I'm just trying to de-escalate. Just like, hey, hey, come on, we, you know. What's going on? Like, on the train. come on, People come on, we can't do work. this right here. We can't yeah. do this right here. You know, just like, hey, hey, cool, 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 cool. It's cool. Um, and uh, God bless him. CTA employee came up oh, yeah. and took it over for me. I'm like, you don't, yeah, hey, you know, it takes a village, y'all. Yeah. It takes a village. Yeah. And um, uh. It, it, you know, there's work to be done to be to build a a, 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 a community, and that happens on a day to day basis. And just like what happens, uh, you know, you and me, people out in the wild. If you want to do it internationally, like 
we got so much work to do, man. But you know, we have mm-hmm. the ways already in front of us, already in our history. We just have to dig deep and just like listen to some of these original people who were working with the stars, working with the earth, working with the water, living sustainably. You know, mm-hmm. to this day, defending the rainforest in Brazil, right? Defending. Uh, water resources here in North America, in the U.S. and in Canada, there's still and it still happens, you know. Um, but but uh, you know the way is there in front of us, or even in even in, if you want to look at like uh, uh, like governing structures, you know, uh, if you want to rethink, you know. Uh, if you want to rethink uh, a hierarchy or whatever, yeah. um, it's all there in front of us. It's been there, yeah. you know. There's, um, there's this thing called the Lucifer experiment. Uh-huh. And it's when, like, you try to separate yourself from your nature and uh-huh. pursue your own power. Yeah. Which is, like, similar to, like, what the fallen angels did or whatever. Uh-huh. And that's kind of like what people say or at least people who talk about like where what i heard like where i heard this from or whatever is they talk about how you know the societies that we've built and everything now is part of a lucifer experiment where like you know you're talking right now about how these ancient civilizations that lived with nature and like uh-huh. uh lived like they're they're a community like they're nomadic and they well, some place you know a lot of them stayed put yeah. and had cities yeah. you know Oh, there were like yeah. clay. You know, there's something. There's like a in Ohio, there is like the old one of the oldest. Uh, Ohio really? in Ohio, yeah. There's the oldest like remnants of a city ever, and it was just like these clay mounds mm-hmm. that's that just spread. But you know, is that a city or is it like a? Is it a? Is it a? Well, it's really old, so it's like but one of the first cities. It could know? be a, like. You you could still have a nomadic civilization that has that, that builds You're right, structures because and, they don't know where it went. We don't know where they you know we like, still don't know where those like people a, a went. Base, yeah, you know, um, where, 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 like you build something where when you come there you have something. You know you're gonna come back here. Like uh-huh. if you come back to this place every few seasons or so, you know you you know this is a fertile spot and you're like this is the shit. Uh-huh. You know then you know you're probably gonna maybe you'll build a temple or something. You yeah, know, or like a Stonehenge or whatever, whatever you know, like whatever human beings are going to decide to build there. You know, like they're like this place is the shit, and we're going to come here every so many years, and then we're going to tell stories about how we come here every so often, and and like yeah. and then it's a sacred ground because the sun rises right over that hill. You know, every uh, uh, fucking solstice or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just like, bro. They've been telling us from the beginning. It's the sun and the goddamn moon. Mm-hmm. We got the energy resources now. Just put a solar panel everywhere. Mm-hmm. Retrofit shit. I don't understand. We Ooh. could easily do it, but now we have. We live in a. We live in a world with kings and queens again. And mm-hmm. um, let's talk. You know, like I want to connect this to fucking Elon Musk. You know, mm-hmm. I want to. I want to connect this to to what's going on in Bolivia. Um, there was a coup by reactionary right-wing forces that wanted to uh, sell the lithium resources to Western companies in the U.S. and in Europe. 
Um, they overthrew the first indigenous president of the country, Evo Morales, who nationalized the resources for the people. And they ousted him. So, right after that happened, Tesla stock jumped. And so, like, you know, you hear military coup, and it's mm. like, okay, that's that's a big concept. I mean, they were killing people in the streets. Um, Elva Morales won, uh, won presidency. You know, he was able to mobilize the indigenous peasants in the hills who uh, worked in mines, they worked in coca fields, they worked in, in other stuff, mm. you know. And he um, encouraged them to organize and join unions and uh, uh, have say in their workplace and not be exploited. They said, okay, well, you know, cocaine's a resource. We're just going to, it's going to be legal or it's going to be legal to produce. But this is going to be, you know, the workers own it. There's no, you know, we're not having kids out here. They're unionized workers. Obviously, you know, they're not going to be exploited by any gangs or anything like you know, you're you're giving you're putting power in people's hands there. There's also medicinal purposes for cocaine, like lidocaine. There's like just just to point out that there's it's it's not just something that go ties to like crack and coke. It's not just something there's that you know hospitals buy that, that people shit. that uh you know it's not just something that we do to keep the party going at a shitty dive bar with no music at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a resource that a lot of people use and for. A, a, bunch of different reasons but that's fine that's fair we should all have a good time but uh these days yeah. if you're doing cocaine you don't know if it if kids made it in Colombia. Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and then if you're a drug dealer cut it with a uh, uh fentanyl you know and it's gonna, or whatever or it's gonna kill you so There's so we're in the time of kings and queens right we've had u.s cia involvement overthrow this government that was run by an indigenous man who brought indigenous people into the political realm um, and gave power to the peasants. They did some land reform. You know, literacy went up, land ownership. You know, the inequality was shrinking. Like, you know, they were on their way to some really cool shit, and they overthrew him. He's in exile in Mexico right now. Um, meanwhile, nobody's gonna. Meanwhile, Elon Musk has become way more. Um, rich in these uh, past six months while we've been uh, uh, dying and losing our jobs and shit Mm -hmm. like that. And what he's doing is he's ramping up uh, production and investment into driving infrastructure and the tunnels and all this shit Mm -hmm. because it makes people buy more cars. It's more commodities to sell instead of doing what we should be doing is like we want to do is we want to sell as little. We need as little cars on the road as possible. We but, need more trains. We you know we need to be on as on planes as as little as possible. You know his technology is 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 going to you know like further out in the road. You know you might have you might have it to where people only drive for pleasure in certain areas, and that nobody has a car. There's just there's just car, self-driving that's a, cars. That's, not, that's a utopia that they're not working towards, though. They're, I think. I think that they, no, they they're working they towards a, a a world where we all um, right before 
it's only self-driving cars on the road. They want to make it so that we all work for an app. And we drive a Tesla or an Uber-branded electric car uh, that we don't own, that we rent from the company, right? That's already happening. It's already happening right now. People are already no, but people are already going like into debt. Cars. But exactly, that's not that's not a good thing. Not we're like serfs. We're renting all this stuff. Yeah. You know, I've ridden. You know, I tend to sometimes I uh, uh, just ask drivers like, "Hey, how is this? Mm-hmm. You know, like what's it like?" And um, I've talked to multiple drivers who are like, "Oh yeah, this is my third car. All I do is drive, but like this is my third car. You know, like." After this car, I can't I can't lease or I can't buy another car. I don't know what I'm going to do after this. Oh, because because their car like runs into the ground or something. Yeah, exactly. And well, that shouldn't happen, honestly. If if no. you're if you're an Uber driver, no, no, it you like I don't know if those people are not taking care of their car. Maybe it's because they're buying cars that are used or I, you should be able to. You don't have to. Get into debt and buy a car. You can go on Craigslist. And, I mean, you have to have the money for that exactly. and save it but, up. I mean, all of it. It all takes money. Yeah, you for know? sure. And I, and I also don't want to say that. Like, I'm not arguing for Uber and stuff because we've talked about how they're, you know, exploiting their workers. And, yeah. And and, oh. and and like, there's not much cost for them, but they they displace that onto the worker. And then and, yeah. and I've talked to Uber drivers that talk and, and and Lyft drivers that are like, yeah, you know. uh one thing I've noticed, and I'm saying I, but I'm I'm talking, I'm quoting them. Uh-huh. Like, they've said that they've noticed uh, that, you know, when they first start, they get right, like, left and right, you know, yeah. one after the other and everything. Yeah. But then after, you know, they become a diamond, you know, drivers, they've had, like, a thousand rides, whatever, you know, like, once yeah. they become, like, established... Then they they don't get the rides like all over like all over the place and everything you know they they get they get less rides they end up making less money but still uh huh but and and, the, and he's like you know I think that they just they want to hook those new drivers in, into you know the their system and everything and make yeah. them and and so you know it takes rides away from me for so for them to to do that right and you know like. To, you know, to starting off where, where they're making all this money and they're not putting in any money into any type of there's no benefit for you using your car and your right. insurance and everything like you know like to you know, to starting off where, where they're making all this money and they're not putting in any money into any type of there's no benefit for you using your car and your right. insurance and everything like there's certain things that could be done better and the larger ends well you know they're not putting money you know they're exp- they're they're reaping all of these mm-hmm. all of this wealth and resources from the working class yeah. here and then the global south for example like bolivia and then they're going to turn around and try to privatize and individualize mm-hmm. and like make it harder for people to enjoy these technologies and make it more exclusive for the people who can afford it um and so with all this like you know, electric cars are cool in theory, but you still got to plug it in to uh, a charging station that's hooked up to the, the, the coal refinery the next town over, you know. Um, and Not to mention, you know, the diesel engine, you know, excavators that it takes to dig out those resources, like yeah. the lithium from the ground and everything. Right. And then, you know, it takes it takes the, the, few, the diesel to power those 
uh, machines to do that, and then it also the environments that they destroy to get that right resource and then and the land also, the land that you have to do you know like yeah i don't know how plentiful lithium is in in the earth like it, it is is, is that not is that going to be the next oil that's running out or something you well know, like, that's that might be what they tell us but bolivia uh is uh the countries that's most it's like bolivia is I think the first or second of the top three countries that are the most rich in lithium right. in the world. Um, and the West wanted control over that. Bolivia was going to do a deal with um, China um, for the benefit of the people. They had nationalized the resources. But now they ha- there is a uh, unelected uh, far-right-wing leadership that they're just going to deal with germany they're gonna deal with us they're gonna deal with canada and um so now we have this it's like a greenwashing this sick capitalistic system that's based on overthrowing democracies and killing people in the streets and the bolivian people have been marching you know and Mm -hmm. um you know this is like the economics and the resources about it but this is you know we're also talking about race like there, you know, he's the first indigenous man. He brought indigenous people into the forefront of the political realm, and they put the uh, I think it's called the Wefala, which is the uh, the flag of the of the tribes of Bolivia. It's this beautiful rainbow flag. They put it. They Bolivia had two official flags: the country of Bolivia and the Wefala flag. And the Wefala flag was on all the service member as a patch on all of the uniforms and everything like that. Um, and when the fucking coup happened last year, they, the right wing fucking reactionaries were burning Wafala flags in the streets. They, removing uh, patches. they were removing patches. They were burning the flag in the church and they were saying Satanism will never return to Bolivia and all this shit. And, um, I don't know. I mean, my point is, I don't know. You know, we got kings and queens happening. We're back. We're there. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Musk, who is uh, acting as a king and able to just influence government policy to overthrow countries or uh, overthrow elections in other countries. Um, and um, ushering on, like, you know, he his Neuralink thing. He's he's recent. He's gonna. He says recently. He's, there's been something that comes out, that came out that's saying that. He's going to give some kind of demonstration or something uh, about it, uh-huh. but the Neuralink thing—the way he talks about it—is that you know AI is coming and it's going to be way smarter than us, uh-huh. and it's going to leave us in the dust. And so basically, what we have to do is is to merge with it and adapt, and that's what Ooh. this is. Is, is yeah, and you know maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's you know, <laughs> but uh, the thing is is that. You're, nobody's gonna really have a choice in the matter. You can choose to not do it, but you're gonna be left behind, and that's, that's scary. The thing. It's, like, it's the very thing scary. Is like, AI is coming. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. It sounds like a threat. You know, it is a threat. It's like it is a threat. It's it's a it's a it's a you know it's change. It's like COVID. You know, like hey, if if he was like hey, you know, COVID's coming and everything's gonna shut down and you're gonna have to wear masks and you're not gonna be able to. He's like, there's going to be so many things that's going to change right now. Like, that's common. There's, just there's like, nothing, there's there's really nothing that we could have 
I don't know. I mean, there's may, nothing maybe democratic there's about this. Could, you know, no, no, I know. There's nothing. There's, dem- you know. there's certain things that, are, that yeah. have, it's great filters. You know, like uh-huh. this is gonna happen no matter what we do. But it doesn't have. Well, it, it, it does. You can say it doesn't have to happen, but it does. Maybe it doesn't have to happen in this country yet. Until there, well, there are so many the, things that's that may be possible that haven't been discovered yet that mm-hmm. we're just sitting here being like, and you know, you know, okay, let's use the Watchmen thing. <laughs> Doctor Manhattan doesn't exist as far as we know, mm-hmm. right? So, like, that might be a thing. They're like, thank God, something, somewhere, someone along the line stopped a Dr. Manhattan from happening. And we would never know. Well, that, well, you can, you can call that, you know, the Cold War. Like, the mutually assured destruction that would have happened, yeah. you know, at the Cuban Missile. There's, there's, well, there's even times just like that dropping that bombs, dropping bombs yeah. on Japan we, was, was, uh, I fucking read a hot take recently that the, uh, two atomic bombs that, uh, killed thousands of civilians mm-hmm. in Japan were not the uh, final shots of World War II. Mm. They were the first shots of the Cold War. Japan was already retreating. The war was dwindling down. Are you down. sure yes. about that? Jap- yeah, Japan was already retreating. There is there's uh, There are wires from the uh, uh, from the administration at the time. I think it was the Truman administration at the time that was like, mm. they were all talking about the fact like, we don't have to do this we don't have to well, do yeah. this but the to end they, the war in japan they've always said that they just said that if we don't do this then it's going to cost a lot more american lives well that's what they said what that they was said. the line that, that was the line. line but what uh, what was happening on the west or, or on the <clears throat> on the european front the european theater mm-hmm. um was they were watching the communists uh beat the nazis uh i think russia Gave like twelve million lives uh, compared oh, yeah. to a uh, four hundred thousand American lives. Um, the Americans Russia was in it much longer. Exactly. Well, they well, I mean, they were fighting fascism for yeah. much longer, and yeah. they were becoming a world superpower. Also, they didn't and they have had... the technology exactly to throw at. All they had mm-hmm. was bodies. That's right. Like there's right. the the like ev- like the some of the one of the biggest things that they talk about with the Russians. Like the Russian army is that yeah. the front line had the guns, everybody behind them just had pockets full of bullets. So <laughs> you know, if if the person in front of you didn't die, you gave him your bullets. If he uh-huh. did die, you picked up his guns and and you use your bullets and his yeah. gun. They had more bodies than they had guns. Yeah, and so like, and that's that's just something that they had was just millions and millions yeah. of people to throw. That, which is which is just like if you are, a, it's incredible the fact that yeah. you could stand behind people. That you see filled with bullets, uh-huh. you know, and you just you you just like see yourself becoming a wall, like a trench, yeah, to to cover the people behind you, and that is that is becoming your destiny now. You are just going to be part of that wall, and that was like everything leading up I mean, to your like life was to people, be that you know? wall. Yeah, that's like so. I I would be a coward. I could. I don't think I could. Well, see we don't have anything to. If we're, I don't know, if we're, but, you know, if we're, who's joining the military right now? It's mostly kids who need to go to school. Mm-hmm. They want to get a car. They don't have a job. Kids like, that have no identity. They exactly. have no idea yeah. what to, how to identify themselves, and and all they have is, you know, parental figures, yeah. or maybe not even their parents. Maybe like maybe they're you know a single. Their mom is a single parent. She doesn't. She's working two or three jobs or something to, yeah. you know, afford her. her parents or her, her, her kids or whatever I mean mm-hmm. 
And like well, in the all, US, all this kid has is the fucking you know military recruit that yeah. came to his school and it's like, hey, why don't you go? You know, uh, I don't want to tell you that I might get more get money or something. From yeah, me, or I don't know, I don't know what they get or why, but like you know, that's if that's your only source. Yeah. Of, like you know, those military guys. You know, maybe not that maybe they're not recruiters or anything, but you know. Just well, they're all recruiters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like it's that's like, and that's now. But even back then, it anyway. was just like hot off the depression, or I mean, you know, the, you know, the 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 war fucking revitalized the the, the economy here. You know, it picked manufacturing back up yeah. and stuff like that. You know, like okay, so there, there's that. But now, at the end of the world World War Two, the U.S. and in imperial power that is seeking to expand after the destruction of a, of Nazi Germany a world power mm-hmm. uh, the US absorbs a lot of those fucking ex-Nazis mm-hmm. to work on technology and economics and yeah. medicine and shit like that mm-hmm. and they're saying oh look at this superpower over there that went from a peasant society to a superpower that just beat Japan? the Nazis no Russia oh, yeah. in a matter of a handful of decades that's completely fueled by the revolution Mm. and now you know this is me in 2020 looking back you know ussr was around for a long time there's a lot of good things that happen a lot of bad things that happen that's a conversation for another time Mm. but the point being that like they were ready to start the cold war against that to fight you know uh would they believe to you know? Be did they, their what, enemy? Yeah, exactly. Which you is know? capitalism. Which is yeah, it's just the opposite ideal ideology. Right. Ideology. Right. And um, you know, yeah, there's a USSR, but mm. there were revolutions that happened <laughs> around the world that looked way different. You know, um, and uh, what was my point? I don't know. They're willing to kill people. They're willing to kill lots of fucking people mm. to stop us from getting together to overthrow them you know i don't think that's strange i mean I no think i'm just saying it's it, very easy for people to i'm just laying it out there yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean we were willing to kill them for our ideology you know i like, mean it's not ideology ideology liberty you know who's who's things. who's our because you know if you want to talk about i say our as in the sense that where we live america the Western civilization. So I also include like Western. Okay, so like neoclassical ideas of like liberty and personal responsibility, democracy, meritocracy. The 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 best and the brightest. Fighting for democracy. The best and the brightest. They climb. They climb to the top. You know, Um, and this is the place where you get to do that. You know, Um, uh, or we we even we even uh, hold, you know, uh, Anne Rind, who was a Soviet uh, philosopher, up. Yeah. You know, we're like, oh, look, look at us. Like, yeah, look, we, yeah. we like this Soviet over here because she is. She hates. She, he, she hates communism. She's, but she's all for everything we talk about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there, I'm not. I'm not. I'm also not discrediting what she says because I feel like she did. You know, I can see where that. I read, I respect her for the fact that I get to see her thought process through that whole thing. I could see it, and yeah. I, I, I at the end of her life. Uh, she was des- she was desperate to be an actor in Hollywood. Mm. Hung around people to try to get famous yeah. and uh, died alone mm. and uh, taking government benefits. Yeah. I'd also you say- know living a vapid life mm. because like when you are all about individualism mm. and seeking shit out for yourself, you're gonna end up alone. And that's okay. what happened to her. That's that. what yeah, happened yeah, to her. Yeah. 
Um, this is, I read a lot of Ayn Rand in high school. I was, I'm a, a former mm. hardcore libertarian. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now, you know, just like I have also here, another thing going back to what I was talking about You're at the beginning. Going, no, go, well, you know, <laughs> I learned it well, going back to the beginning of just like talking about theater history and stuff mm. like that. And th- talking about plays versus the time that the plays were bring created. It full circle. Bring it full circle. You know, read all this Anne Rand, read all this, you know, her philosophy and the Fountainhead and fucking Atlas Shrugged and all this shit, Anthem. which is fun. It's fun, you know, to read. It's hot. It's very se- – there's lots of sexy – it's, it's very sexy. It's important to, to think about that stuff to get to – like maybe you wouldn't have got to the point you were if you didn't dive into well, that. Well, also, let, that's know, a like... dominating ideology. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a that, – that, you know, that uh, that's a dominating ideology. It's important to understand it. Mm-hmm. Um but, uh, no, you know, but it's one thing to read the stuff and read the philosophy, and then it's another thing to read about her life and why she would write this and where she came from and what happened and what was going on at the time. And, like, who – I mean, she was also trying to sell screenplays and do all this. Like, what do you – you know, I don't know. Like, believing in this meritocracy and believing that – you know, in the survival of the fittest, this very individualistic thing, only f- to be alienated at the end of your life. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I don't know. It's 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 it's. I I believe you know I believe in. Uh, I think individualism is important. Yes, because we should all self actualize individually. I, I think, think that's part sh- of nature. We that's part all, of our yeah. nature. Is is our like we have an ego that we didn't invent the ego. Yeah. The ego is part of our nature. Yeah. So it's important for us. It's part of us. Like so, the death, like the idea of like killing your ego and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like you should have moments of clarity where you know you realize that your ego is is not really you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I'm. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, I just we should. Uh, want it all get to a point where we like are vibing with ourselves fully so then we can vibe with each other right. fully you know what I'm saying yeah. um so you know we'll get there I don't know we had stories today but maybe for the second hour we're just vibing on this one mm-hmm. y'all it, yeah. shit's crazy this is yeah. this one's a little this one's a little candy for y'all yeah. um if you like this you know subscribe to our patreon um, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Independence Days D-A-Z-E um, We're having a good time uh, Follow us on Facebook and Twitter and all that shit When I'm posting um, Oh, we have an anniversary coming up I gotta pin it down But uh, we'll, we'll we out I uh, Sometime at the end of October You know what? Yeah. DM, DMs are open We want to do something cool What do you want to see? Yeah Ooh, I gotta, okay. Hold on, I'm gonna pee, I'm gonna edit this out later. Alright. Oh my god. Wait, or are you just filling? Alright, um, so, you know, uh, shit's going down. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, scariest thing for me, probably, is that, uh, all, all these countries having different wants and desires for the world like even if we decided to change everything radically and uh become like a utopian society like how would we be able to keep that up 
surrounded by countries that just have different structures and not saying that their structures are any worse or anything but like oh my god let's do that again I just completely forgot how close everything is here in the studio the second studio oh yeah oh yeah that's I caught all of that I'm sure was it interesting no no I'm saying me pissing in your toilet bro. oh <laughs> Oh really? <laughs> yeah, no. Let's do. I don't know. Okay, we, okay, well, sure. okay. So we got an anniversary. DMs are open. Yeah. Um, we might revisit some stories from a year ago. Yeah. Which was like, what feels like November, October. What feels like two, three years ago at this yeah. point. Um, times have changed. It's a new world. Definitely. It's a new world, it's y'all. Definitely a new world. We, kind of. It's it. It's also very cool. We started this before all this because, you know, like. I don't know, we started it right before, like, the entrance of a new era of civil... I I don't know. I feel like things are going to be very different now. I mean, what a... Uh, what a time to do this show, you know. This, you know, if you don't, if you're not satisfied with the status quo and the fucking bullshit that's beating you, uh, neither are we, you know. And uh, I was just talking about that the other day, line cooks, yeah, I do. Line cooks. They're all at work. Uh, but you know, working regular working that's what I'm saying. You know, let's cut the fucking, let's cut the bullshit, cut the middleman out, and just no bosses. <laughs> you should, you should have to. If you're at the top of It's justified, yeah. Um, you see this? You see this? I'm doing the Illuminati pyramid with my hands. Uh, we gotta flip it upside down, folks. We gotta flip it upside down. That's so these, all right? Hell yeah. We gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta go back to our roots, which is this right here. That's right. All right. Call your mom. Call your mom. <laughs> Alright, I, I need I do too. Okay, we're gonna call our moms. Shadows in the garbage can drummers As vampires lurk through the aisle 